Good morning, good morning, good morning, everybody. Good afternoon to some, good morning to others. This is Dr. Walter Sam's host of the Dr. Walter Sam Show. And, and I'm not going to spend a lot of time with housekeeping because I have a very dear friend of mine that stopped by the studio for a few moments, uh, Miss Crystal Smith, just, just a fabulous, fabulous woman of God. She's doing some great things here in the Atlanta area. And we want to uh, do a shout out to Juan, DJ Wifey, Miss Vanessa, and everybody listening by way of WJPMG Radio. Thank you for being here on this Motivation Monday. Miss Crystal, how you doing, girl? I'm doing great, Dr. Walter. So good to be here with you. Oh, yeah, yeah. I'm just so glad we were able uh, to spend a few minutes together today. Kind of introduce yourself to everybody. You have so many uh, wonderful things going on, and and I wanted to spend a few minutes with you, with our audience, about what you got going on. So introduce yourself to everybody real quick. Well, actually, my, my name again is Crystal Smith. I am the owner, CEO and owner of um, Crystal Smith Enterprises, Smith & Smith Media Group, which I have a partner in Smith & Smith Media Group, which is Dr. E. Dewey Smith. I own Joy105.com digital, ma- digital magazine. Um, I can go on and on, but um, I've been in the entertainment industry for 25 years. And I've worked from the likes of uh, music to television. Right. To, um, anything that has to do with the entertainment industry when it comes to the form of radio and TV. I've done it. Um, I've dealt on the management side of the industry as well. So I deal with brand management, brand concepts, um, the logistical side of television, the producers had, the executive producers had. So... I have my hands um, pretty busy, but right now where my heart and my passion is lying, still in my same industry, but I've leaned more towards the television producing side. So that's where um, my heart and passion is right now, and that's where my my days are spent, and nights, days, mornings, afternoons, evenings are spent lately. Well, you know, we uh yeah, we follow you on Instagram and girl, you're doing a big thing. One of one of your posts had me laughing. It, you know, when the uh when Irma was coming through last week, you went and got your mom. That was so funny. You like, I'm out in this rain getting my mama and she was just as happy you came to get her. Yeah, you know, um I a lot of times in life, Dr. Walter, we don't really calculate when we're younger in life, we don't calculate the rest of our lives. And so often I try to teach my four grown children that in life you have to not think about only the moment. You have to calculate to the best of your ability because we don't know all of God's plans. That's so right. There's only so much calculating that you can do, but there's such the thing as being to some degree ready for whatever happens in life because he did tell us that he will let nothing come upon us unawaringly. So you have to be mindful, watchful, and prepared for life. And um, there are some things that I did not equate into um, my life early in life that I'm actually seeing face-to-face now. And some of those things would include, you know, I always I focused on raising my four children when I ended as a um, single parent when I was expecting my fourth son, uh, I went through a divorce, and so I had three, uh, six, four, 
six four two, and one that was seven months in the womb. All right. So it, it, it was a journey raising, you know, four children by myself. But there's a part of the equation that I didn't calculate, and that was my parents, because my parents were in their younger years, during my childbearing years. They were in their younger years, so they were always. I had two working parents. You know, my father was a chemist. And my um, for the water department for the state of Georgia, and my right. mother was a thirty-five year school teacher. So you know, on one half, on one side, on one part of my house, you know, you got beaks and thermometers and water samples everywhere, and on the other side of the house, you got books and the, the big fat Apple computers that come out during that time. <laughs> How about that? perspective but I never I never as a child you never really calculate your parents getting older and what what happened for me is that um I was faced I was so excited about being an empty nester you know it was just like just getting the kids to a place in life where everybody hit 18 and was grown well at least was able to go into their next phases of life right you know, you're gonna be I'll be a mama until the day I die but at least just getting them to move into their next phases of life productively and on a positive note so they they all have they were extremely extremely great kids you know none without fault but extremely great kids on an overall, and they all had moved into their careers, and it was so, ex- I mean, when I say I was so excited, so excited about dropping that last little bird kid out the nest. <laughs> and the story is you know, I feel like Gladys Knight, you know, if anyone could ever write my life story. Come on now. I was so excited about that day. Because you know your kids, you know. So I put him in a, a, a Georgia military college, so he could have some level of, um, with, it has a cadet program, some level of structure and discipline, and he could still feel like he was grown. Right. Be in college, still play football, but I know somebody still got their eyes on him. So that's what I did. So on the day I went to drop him off there, I got him. You know, I already had done all, all pretty much everything we needed to be doing. I was moving in, moving him into his dorm room. And as I was moving him in, into his dorm room, it was crazy because I got a call saying that my mother was being rushed to the emergency room. Right. And Dr. Walton, my heart dropped to the floor because I had been having, mother had been having some um, difficulties since Mother's Day. I, I took her out to dinner for Mother's Day and, we ended up, uh, left the restaurant, ended up in the emergency room. So it's just been one thing after another. And um, I got this, while I'm at, at my son's school, they say, oh, uh, my, my the lady that helps me with my mom, she calls and she says, um, I think I need to take you to the emergency room. And I could tell someone, right? So I told my son, I got to leave you. I got to, you, you, you got to do well for me. I got to go see about grandma. So I leave him, come straight back to Atlanta, go straight to the emergency room to, to see about my mom. And um, 
when I tell you that the journey, the journey was crazy. All I'm right. talking about from that day, um, my mother was diagnosed with congestive heart failure with um, a mass on her uterus, which they said was uterine cancer. And so, you know, my mother is 67 years old, so she had abnormal bleeding. It was just so much going on. And I'm being in the television industry. Today is the first day that all of um, all of the shows for the fall that are released for the fall, they go back on the air. So it was during a time that the for me were absolutely crazy. But, you know, when somebody starts talking about your mama sick, you don't care about a deadline, a TV, a radio. You don't care. Celebrity. That's I right. I care less about it. I did, I did. And I didn't care. And I put everything down to see about my mother. But my point is, it's like I didn't calculate uh, the equation of dealing with an aging parent. Right. And I surely didn't calculate it right after I put the last bird out the nest. <laughs> Come on. So it was like, okay, I'm going to put this empty nest of things to the side for a moment because I got to see about the one that saw about me first. And um, I, I put my all into focusing on her health and getting some of the best doctors um, that I could find in Atlanta to help see about my mom. And do you know... Um, Dr. Walter, after all of that, after all of these results and diagnoses were given, do you know that at the end of the day, my mother does not have congestive heart failure. She does not. The the mass that they found on her uterus is not cancerous. Uh, The biopsy came back, um, no cancer. So it's like I have summed all of this up. You know, the way I told my mom, I said, you know, you like an old classic car, you know, when it reaches its miles, you gotta just put new parts on it. You gotta start, you know, you gotta, you gotta start um, doing some maintenance on this thing. So I said, so you just, you're a little classic car, and I gotta find, uh, you know, we gotta just get you, get the new parts put back on, and uh, all this thing, you know, and there ain't no time to be sick. But I, I realized in all of that what the tactic of the enemy was, and it was to distract me because um, the Lord knows the plans that he has for my life and what I have to do. So Amen. the enemy knows the only way to distract me is through my children and my my mother. That's my right. My father passed five years ago, and I, I'm still just, Lord, have mercy. I mean, you talking about a daddy's girl. A daddy's world. I mean, to the I'll, I'll I'll die being a daddy's girl. Amen. But um, still, just in the day the day that I took my mother to the hospital, and if they told me that uh she had she had told me that she had congestive heart failure, it was on my father's birthday. So you know, when I say the enemy came in like a roaring lion to try to um distract me from my my the plans that God has for my life and my purpose, but um, he lost one more battle, you know? Come on, <laughs> come on. He lost one more battle, and I'm, mom is in good health, you know, and, and you know, little things, maintenance things that we have to do now, which is work on her weight, and just the little things, because what God uses, he uses every situation. Everything has a purpose. You That's know? right. That's and right. As you mature and you grow in life, you realize that nothing just happens. You That's know, right. Everything has a purpose behind it. And I have been really, really getting on my mom about, 
You got to lose weight. People don't understand how important health is and how important maintaining your weight is. Because all of these things, whether now or whether later, That's right. you will see a direct result of bad eating habits and, um, you know, not keeping your body up. Because, God, these are, these are gifts that God gave us, and we're supposed to maintain them a certain way. And so, you know, I've been getting on my mom about eating right and uh, walking more and these things. Well, she didn't really want to hear it. You know, she's 67 years old. Who tells a 67 year old? You know, she's so down, little girl, which shows the type of scenario. Well, guess what? I don't have to tell her now. Hello. I don't have to tell her one thing now. Every time I talk to her, what you eating? A salad? She tells me, he says, yes, mother. So I just want to know how many I uh, got a little stepper app that I put on her phone. So I, she has to tell me how many steps she walked that day. She has to tell me, uh, take a picture every time she eats. She has to take a picture. Let me see, because she's still very active. So she lives by herself in an um, adult living facility, um, which has, you know, so she's not there totally alone. And, and she loves it. Okay, independence, and I don't want to ever. T- I don't want to take that away from her until I have to, you know. And right now, you know, thank God she's doing well. So when Irma came, um, <laughs> Irma was mad at somebody. I'm trying. Hello, to everybody said Harvey needed to mad. turn around and apologize. Oh my God! I mean, everybody, everybody needs to repent and turn from their wicked ways because we can't say too many more Irmas and Jose. I saw some on the news. They say Jose look like it's not gonna hit us. I said, praise the Lord. Hallelujah. But then they talking about another woman coming behind uh, Jose. I didn't catch her name, but I said, not a woman. Don't send a woman. It was funny because I called my mother. I said, um, I called her the night before the um the storm was supposed to come through and I said why don't you let me come get you and you stay at my house with me because you know I, I live alone so keep my house with me during the storm I don't like coming to your house it's too quiet now no kids and <laughs> you just work all the time I said okay you know you you don't I, you don't you don't tell a 67 year old what to do you ask them if they want to do it that's know? right that's I right I have to pull rank so I had I, I said no problem well, boy, that wind got to blowing that night. So that next morning I called. I said, you still want to stay at your house, Groaning? No, I think, <laughs> I think I'll come to your house. I laughed, so I laughed all the way to her house. And she waits till the storm that started coming through. It's raining, blowing my car all around. And I'm trying trying to get over there. And I got her. You Brought got her. To my house. And, you know, she knows, she, she knows my house is her house. And... You know, I took that picture because I was laughing. <laughs> she she so wanted to be independent, so she was sitting over there pouting, and she wanted to be at her house. She so she was she pouting. House, she had no lights, no cable, no nothing. Was she pouting? <laughs> was she pouting? <laughs> she was pouting because she had no lights, no nothing. So had I not picked her up, she'd have been sitting over there with no power. Then I'm so, and I know she was like, I'm so glad my baby came to get me. 
she did. She thanked she thanked <laughs> she thanked me when she called a neighbor and found out a neighbor had no uh, that they had no power to build it. So she was like, I'm I'm a, I'm just really gonna stop fighting with you. I said I really wish you would because it's only because I love you. That is oh, and you made a it's powerful. That's right. You made a powerful statement, you know, and, and I'm in that same season myself. Uh, my dad passed two years ago. My mother-in-law passed in uh, February. And my wife and I say all the time, and we're empty nesters as well. We say all the time that you just never see your parents growing old, you know, and, and that's something you have to take into an account. Yeah, and it's a job. You know, it, it's, it's really a good job, and I think it's one of the most underestimated um, responsibilities. It, I, I used to think being a single parent was one of the most underestimated responsibilities, but in this new season of my life, I feel like taking care of elderly parents is very underestimated. That's true. It's a lot that comes along with that. And, you know, in the midst of trying to maintain your own household, your own health, your own self, you know, um, and they're, they're, the older they get, they get a little cantankerous on you. You know, it's not it's not as easy with a child. We're gonna go to the doctor with an aging parent. Oh my god, my because you know my mother because when she was going through all of these diagnoses, you know, I had to take care of the specialists. I I just don't play with health and not my mom anyway. You know, so Amen. I had to take it to specialists. Doctor Walter, do you know that woman said I? <laughs> I cannot afford to pay all these co-pays for these specialists. If the Lord don't do it, I said, let me tell you something real quick, lady. The Lord is doing it through these doctors, and you let you don't have to pay the co-pay. I'll just pay the co-pays myself, but you're Come going on. to the doctor. You're going to the doctor. Do you know I had to pay that woman's co-pays just to get to go to the doctor? <laughs> <laughs> She is so she is so precious. And I I just honor you today for honoring your mama and taking good care of her. And and you have such a good attitude by doing it on top of everything else you're doing. You're taking care of your mama. Uh, You are just so awesome. Well, talk about your your kids and and talk about the 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 name joy 105.com. Where did that name come from as you talk about your kids, uh, Miss Crystal? It's amazing. Um, Joanna Five is about to be on Thanksgiving Day. It'll be six years old, and um, it was really just something to do. It was, it was one of those five. Well, almost six years ago, it was something where I went back full time working in Hollywood. Uh, I've been doing a lot of things over in the church world, working with with some um, preachers over in the church world, and I just became um, weary. And, and working in that environment. So I said, I'm going back to Hollywood, and I'm going to work over there full time. But, right. you know, when God has a call on your life, it's only so far you're going to go. That's right. You can try everything you want to. And it just takes a fool to keep fighting the will of God because you just find yourself going around in circles and going nowhere. That's you right. Know, you're just literally going around in circles. And so, you know, I, I pack, pack my bags, you know, my mental bags and, that I'm going back over here. I'm going back over here. I'm going back to Hollywood. And as God would have um, have it, he thought that was quite a joke. 
um, that I thought that that was what he was going to allow me to do and be successful at it again. Come on. And so um, what happened was I started Joy 105 just literally me and um, a couple of my staff. I, I, I was talking to my kids one night and they were all still, you know, young. It was six years ago. They were all still home and they were... Um, all laying on my bed. I always kept a really big bed. Right. So I didn't have a husband, but I had four kids, and they all want to lay and talk all the time. So um, they were all in my room and all laid all over the bed. And so I said to them, I just had a dream about um, starting a magazine. I said, you know, I don't have the name for it, but it's something that would be a portal for Hollywood, because my focus at the time was Hollywood. Right. I, I have a love for faith-based. I have a love for the things of God, and I was trying to just figure out how to get Hollywood to understand that the faith-based community has a voice. Yeah. It has, um, it's not broke. Like back in the day, you know, the reason, I mean, like I said, I've been in it for 25 years. 25 years ago, and beyond, you know, if you mentioned that you are a Christian, you you almost could lose your project or assignment right. job in Hollywood, let alone if, if you tried to introduce anything that had a faith-based initiative to it. So um, in this new day we're living in, it's been a blessing to see how God has been able to use several people along with myself to be able to show Hollywood that, hey, we have a voice, and, and we're not a broke group, you know. Every community has, you know, all all status quo. That's so right. why are we stereotype that all Christians are broke, you know what I'm saying? You got right. some broke Jews, you got some broke Methodists, you got some broke... I mean, come on, now you got some broke everything. That's but, right. But the whole community as a whole, the whole... We're not. So after a lot of going back and forth... You know, uh, myself and, and some others, because I would never never take all, all the credit, but a lot of us um, that are believers that, that work in the, in, in the industry, we were able to finally make leeway and get them to work with us. And so um, when I created Joy 105, I created it as a portal to just be a place to sit, faith-based people, events, activities, news, and I, uh, my concept was to mix it in with the secular world. Right. So um, Joy 105 just doesn't have news about church. It has news about Trump. It has news about uh, Rihanna, Beyonce. Yep. It's a mixture of everything to show that we all live in one world together. That's whether right. Whether it's church news or whether it's politics, whether it's world news, whether it's musical news whatever we all live in this world together so it's like a melting pot for um all information so what happens is now a lot of the tv executives and producers and writers in hollywood when they're looking for um different artists that are in the faith-based community and things of that nature they look over on joe 105 because um as the as the ceo of the company you know i've made it very clear that um I will not tolerate rapidness on on the um, on the magazines. Yeah. I told him if you didn't see it on CNN or somebody's news station, then um, it can't be put on here because I'm not about 
bashing people and, you know, the, the ratchetness and messiness that comes along with today's TV media as, as, uh, <laughs> as Trump would say, it, fake news. You Come know? on. I'm, Come I'm on. not about that. It's about, because when you've been a, when you've been a victim, side note, when you've been a victim of character assassination, it takes a fool to try to do it to somebody else. All right. You know what you're doing. All right. All you right. know to the degree that you're hurting that person. So because I've been a victim of that, then I make sure not to do it to other people. So And that's one of the codes of my company. And it, and I believe with everything in me, it's one of the reasons that God has blessed the company. We started with three people, and now I have a staff um, 12. And it's um, it's been a beautiful thing. You know, I, I just... I love it. The the from Warner Brothers on down, you know, to a lot of these production companies, they come over and or they call me and they want to know, you know, what preacher do I know? A preacher that could do this? Do I know a gospel artist that can do this? So Amen. God has been very, very good to me to be able to use me as an instrument through that media outlet being um, a component to to now bridge faith-based community with Hollywood. So um, this is just a side note, and it sends off of Joe 105. You know, um, LeBron James has a show that comes on the air called The Wall, uh -huh. and um, he has a production company called Spring Hill, Spring Hill Productions. Right. So we partnered with um, Glassman Media and um, Spring Hill Productions. We partnered together to do a show called, uh, uh, this, this new game show called The Wall. So, you know, I was talking to them and I was saying, listen, this has never, ever been done. But if, if if you guys trust me on this, I know we can make this happen. So do you know that game show, um, LeBron James is the executive producer and um, Andrew Glassman is the executive producer of the show. Okay. Uh, they trusted me to do the casting, to do the casting for that show. Do you know that for the first time in American history that we actually cast it, we're on season, we're, we're, we'll be going into season three soon. Actually, all of the castings from those shows came from churches. That's awesome. That's awesome. They all came, they all came from churches. All of those people that you're seeing, well, if, if you're somebody that watches The Wall, Chris Hardwick is the host of the show. Uh -huh. um, all of those people came from different churches around the United States. That's awesome. Guess what? Well, my strategy, Dr. Sims, was it, it was these people, when they tied back to their churches, it's a win-win for everybody. That's it a win-win. Get further in life, and it helps the church. <laughs> That's awesome. That's a beautiful Thanks, vision. That's beautiful. I'm, and I, and it, it was God, when I say God just dropped that in my spirit, so now I'm on a quest that, you know, for the rest of these shows to be able to do the same thing. Let me cast, um, let me cast these people in churches. And I literally held the casting calls inside of churches. That is I so awesome. I held at the churches, called the pastors, told them exactly, exactly what my vision was, had the castings right there in the churches. And now it's, it blows my mind every time an episode comes on that I'm able to see people that um, I know are members and I know what churches they're members of winning money and being able to go back home to tie to their churches and be and their lives being changed and blessed. So 
as much as God can use me to keep tying this faith-based community in with um, Hollywood so we can see, you know, I, I believe firmly and don't talk about change, be changed. That's so good. If we, if we don't like what we see on TV, then let's change it. That is so good. I am, girl, I am so, so proud of you. So what's the, what's the next big thing uh, that you're working on? Well, I don't know if last summer you were able to see the summer run of our show, The Preachers. Uh-huh, I saw it. It was um, Dr. E. Dewey, uh, Jamal Bryan, John Gray, and Or Quick. I'm, I'm still working on trying to get that. Unfortunately, Fox News, and I'll say that'll be the end of that statement, but um, uh, I'll just say Fox News and four black men sitting on TV. Uh, five days a week on daytime TV on Fox News, and that's the end of the story. But um, yes, ma'am. So I'm, I'm 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 looking looking forward to soon placement of um, a, a home for that show, and I think I have um, some good things working. And then I have two other um, another game show and another talk show that's coming out in the winter of. so awesome thank you i i cannot i cannot thank you enough for spending some of your monday with us let me ask you this real quickly uh crystal so how do you how do you uh stay motivated how do you stay upbeat how do you stay focused how do you keep it all together if you would uh share that with the fellowship this morning this afternoon how do you keep it all together crystal well, what, I, what I've realized in, in life, Dr. Walter, is that there's no such thing as keeping it all together. Amen. Um, we, have no, we have no control of everything that happens. Come on. We don't know all of the hands of God for our life, whether they come as negatives or positives to, to us. You know, but what I choose to do on a day-to-day basis is I choose to po- focus on the positive things of life. Past and the present. And I stay, I keep my 
my eyes on what God has already done for me. Come on. I keep my focus and my mind on what I, what I believe he's going to do for me today, tomorrow. And I stay in that zone because if you start spending too much time, mental time, worrying about tomorrow, worrying about this or that, then you'll miss the moments. And as you continue to get older, you understand how valuable a moment is. You better you say that. understand how valuable a day is. <laughs> a day lost may never be regained. An opportunity lost may never be regained. So I, I stay positive intentionally. It's an intentional positivity that I wake up with every single day understanding yes, sir. that tomorrow I don't know what it's going to be like. I don't know what tomorrow's going to bring. I don't know what next week it's going to bring. But in today, I'm going to keep reminding myself of how good he's been to me. So in case he has a different plan for me next week, I, I missed this week. I enjoyed this week. And I said something to my mother She was when, um, when she was in the hospital. I said, you know, I'm glad that I live every day in the in the moment. That's good. I live every moment in the moment and every day in the moment. Because I said, you know, this summer, this summer was the first time that I, when I tell you I vacationed all summer, I mean, from, from the day my son graduated, the next day I was out here. I, <laughs> I saw, we saw you, we I, saw you. Oh my God, I went on five vacations all summer. I think I saw my office maybe three times all summer and I have no regrets. But guess what, Dr. Walter, had I not lived in the moment, I had no idea what was coming around the corner. That's right. That's and right. with my mother's health, it, it caught me way, when I say it caught me off guard, I didn't see that coming. Right. I felt something was going on, but I didn't see all of that coming. But guess what? I didn't miss a moment of my summer enjoying myself. So when back to the situation, the plan that God already knew was going to happen, when I got there, I didn't mind. I didn't mind going through the process because I had rested up. Come on, come I on. Rested and well capable of being able to handle the situation, and so that's why people don't understand the value of knowing when to rest. That's and good. It, I depend on the. I depend on the Holy Ghost a lot. I mean, I depend on Him for everything, and that's my secret to success because I don't have to go into three hours of prayer. I just don't believe that God is just that God, and I got to keep repeating myself. He's omnipotent. He's omniscient. He's omnipresent. He everywhere all the time. Anytime yes, sir. So yes, sir. If I ask him one time, I, I, it's no different than how I was with my kids. You know, if you ask me one time, you ain't you don't have to ask me five more times. <laughs> I'm smart enough. I heard you. you know, whether I'm gonna do it or not. You know, that's a whole other subject, but I heard you. So to ask me no more. So when it comes to me with my relationship with my Heavenly Father, I'm not going to spend all that time asking Him the same thing over and over again. I've already asked Him. I believe our faith is done. So I ask God for things, and then I keep it moving. And I do the work because faith without work is dead. That's I right. I put the time in. I put the request in to God. And let's do it. And I... I he has never, ever failed me. I prayed when I went through three whole months, three months of going through back and forth to doctors with, with my mother and stuff. It's three whole months. I want you to know in those three months, I prayed maybe three times in three months about the situation. 
but each prayer was about something different. Every time they would give me a diagnosis, I would ask God, I would ask God to reverse it. Whatever it was, I send this back to the pit of hell, and God, I ask you to replace it with that. That's all I would do, and I'm Come done on. with it. And then I would keep taking her to the doctor and keep telling her to believe and Come on. telling her that if she put her faith with mine, if you ain't got no faith, just lean on mine. I got you. <laughs> I, you, you, you don't have to believe right now because I got enough faith for both of us. Yes, you know sir. Yes, good. sir. And so when, when, when it comes to life, I don't want to die and have never lived. Come on. That's good. That's good. You with me, Dr. Walter? It's so many people in the grave that never live. That's they right. They on earth, but they never live. I love I that. Refuse to be that. I refuse to be that person. I always tell my kids, when I leave this earth, y'all can put on my tombstone, she lives. She lives. I love that. I'm uh, I'm I'm cutting and pasting that. I'm cutting and pasting that. I'm going to use that. I love that. I say that. I say that all the time. I say people are walking around like zombies. Really? Really? You worried about tomorrow? This is the same God that made the birds in the air, the flowers in the field. My God, you this little problem, this little problem, you think he can't stop it? My mama's health? Come on. If it's his will, he's going to fix it. Come if on. If it's not his will, then he's going to fix me to be able to deal with whatever his will is. And that's how I live my life. That's how I can wake up with joy. I can go to bed with joy. When a problem arises, I can speak to the problem and keep it moving. And I think that's why so many people, um, they, they spend too much time too dwelling much. on negative negativity. I, I have a rule on the good vibes around me. Even if it ain't all going right for you, even if you got trouble going on in your life, I'm a firm believer that the power of life and death is in the tongue. Come on. If you speak it and you believe it, you can change it. That's good. That's good. Girl, that that is so good. You have you are just awesome. You, you know, one quick one more quick thing. So how did you get so mature in your faith, Crystal? When when did you get to this place in your life? Because I mean, I saw you zip lining. I saw you swimming. I saw you flying. I saw you having fun this summer. I, I see your Instagram post. I see all of the, the awesome quotes you put up. I, I see the growth of your business. When did you become so mature in the Lord? Through the fire. Through the fire. Amen. Through the fire. Through the fire, through the floods, through the valleys, through the storms of life. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Um, what, what, we always hear people say, what don't kill you make you stronger. Yes, sir. But I think a part that um, they forgot to ask is it's stronger in the Lord. Not just stronger mentally, but stronger in the Lord. That's good. Strengthen your faith. The more I go through, the more I've gone through. In every in every situation, I give thanks because if it wasn't for those things, I wouldn't be the woman I am today. I wouldn't be able to, to I, Lord knows I wouldn't be in my right mind, but I wouldn't be able to keep going forward still, still with a heart and a passion for the things of God, for the people of God. I still love, I love God more today than I did when I thought I loved him more than I do today. And I know, so I right? I think I really loved him. Me too. I did. I thought I thought I thought I loved God. 
But honey, today I know I love God. It, it, it ain't predicated off of nothing nobody else said or did. It's because I've seen his goodness in my life. I've seen him work for me. I've seen him turn it around. I've seen him fix it. <laughs> uh, he said, vengeance is his. He'll repay. I've seen, I know what my God can do. Yes, sir. I know how to sit still the salvation of the Lord. I understand 100% what that word means now. It's just not a book. It's just not a joke. You know, it's not a, it's not, I told, I just told my son recently, I said, make sure God know you in good times so when you need him in bad times. You better say that. Make sure he know you when things good because then don't, don't let him ignore you when things are bad. Don't play. it's, It's a relationship. No different than, don't call me only when you want something. Come on. Come and on. I said, and, and so I use the same principles for my children that, that I use raising my children. Now I use those principles in teaching them how to build a relationship with God for themselves now. Right. Not because I make you go to church. Everybody grown and gone now. So they don't have to go to church. They don't have to pray. They don't have to do the things they had to do in my house. But what I tell them now is don't get caught slipping. No, hey, don't stay woke. Stay don't woke. Get caught not talking to you see what I'm saying? Don't get caught slipping because um, don't talk to him when it's good and then think he's going to answer you when it's bad. So that it's in, the, it's in those times, Dr. Walter, that I learned how to trust and depend on God. Oh, that's now good. I, I understood. I understand now that he is my rock and my fortress. See, I know there's a secret place. I know what that means. Now, I know that's not a closet. I know that's that's a place in my heart and in my head I go to when things get cloudy. There's a secret place that he ha- that where I can hide. See these things now, they're no longer metaphorical things that I was taught. Yes, sir. They are actual life events for me. They are how I live my life on a day to day basis. So when things happen in life, they don't it don't knock me off my feet. Because I know how to take that thing to the Lord in prayer. I know how to go inward to that secret place. I don't have to talk out loud. I don't have to say it to nobody. I understand. Work while it's day. Yes, sir. For when night comes. You understand? I, I understand these things. I live these things now. So when it comes to my faith in God, because of the industry that I work in, God, God is so strategic. And if more people in the body of Christ understood and, and had that level of communication and relationship with God to understand how he works, they would probably see their their the plans that he has ordained for, for their lives go further. Because what happens is sometimes God, you may want to call God's name and he don't want his name to be called. He just wants the work to be done. That's right. That's exactly right. That's so good. That that's, is so good, Crystal. That's, 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 that's where so many of us mess up because first thing we want to do is go throwing God on people. Go God, he, what? he said, choose, choose you this day. He, he don't need us to go throwing, throwing him on people. We, he's so good. What I look like I got something good, and I got to try to make you want it. Uh-uh. <laughs> no. Whether, whether it's today, Come on. tomorrow, next year, baby, you going to need my God. Ain't nobody going to have to make you want him. So when I go into my professional life, I just take God with me. Oh, that's and good. And let him live. 
through me. That's good. I don't have conversations like this. Uh, in my Hollywood world, I don't have conversations about God. I don't throw scriptures at them. I just operate in the integrity of God. That's if good. If I say I'm going to be there, I'm there. If I tell you I got it, I got it. These things are witnesses. These are back in the day when we were growing up, they used to pass our tracks. Well, to me now, a track is your integrity. That's good. That's good. That's good. That's, that's good. That's, that's good. That's you can pass out now. Mean what you say and say what you mean. And don't stop telling lies. If you tell people you're gonna do it, do it. If you say you're not gonna do it, don't do, don't don't do it. And what happens is those same people will come back and want to know how did you get like this. That's right. That's, that's your witness. That's right. That's, that's right. People want to know how. How did you get like this? What? What? I just have never met anybody like you. And you smart when you're smart enough to know not to uh, believe your own press. When you're smart enough to know that that glory belongs to God. Thank and you. And you can at that point you let them know, honey. I this as I said to you before. You let them know, honey. I've been through the shadow of the valley of death. Yes, sir. That's good. I, I, I was in I was in the fire with Shat right Meshach and Abednego. I've been there. I've been there and I did it. And the words of our testimony, those are the things that help people get healed and delivered and set free and stay free. But 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 you gotta be willing to tell your story. See, most people don't wanna tell their story. Most people don't wanna tell, Oh, I've been divorced, I've been through this, I've been broke. I've been, I didn't know how I was going to pay my life. No, you want to act like you just got it all together. No, I'd never forget from where, where he brought me from. Oh, that's good stuff. I that never, is good. We'll never forget. That is so good. That that's is so good. Wow. Wow. How, so how, how can everybody keep up with you and just, just watch what's going on with you? And, um, I love the fact that you're on Instagram because when you send different things out, um, social media is working. Do you hear me? Um, so how can we keep up with you, Miss Crystal? If social media can put a president in office. Come on now. Surely all, all of our businesses, our businesses should be blooming. Our ministry should be blowing up. Um, people from all over the world should be coming to our churches. But the problem is most people don't know the strategy. That's one of the things that I teach in my business, and it's one of the things that um, I do seminars on, is teaching people the strategy of social media. You doing things in your own circle, the people that are on your page, guess what? They're just the same people you just saw in church on Sunday. The same people you see when you go to your kids' games. Those are the same people. You have to put your brand in a position, put your church in a position for people to see it. That's right. That would never otherwise. That's so good. It's, it's a strategy for that. But I'm on I'm on Facebook as Crystal Smith 105. Okay. I'm on Instagram at Instagram at um, CEO Crystal Smith. Um, I'm on Twitter as CEO Crystal Smith. I don't get on Twitter as much on my own page because right. I'm forever watching my staff on Joe 105. And so uh, for the new show that I'm working on, they were like, uh, would you mind being on social media? I just pop something on Instagram every now and again and on um, Facebook. But I don't, um, believe it or not, I don't spend a lot of time on social media. But it's a, it's a, 
it's no longer an option when you are a CEO. That's right. If you are a CEO, social media is not an option. If you don't have a marketing plan, a digital marketing plan for your book, your business, your ministry, you don't have a plan. That's right. That's exactly right, Crystal. That's exactly right. And uh, again, we thank you. Uh, for spending some time with us and you know I'm you may have this spot already filled but I am your number one fan I just wanted you to know that oh that blessed me that blessed me you, you've always been so very supportive and um, I believe that every everything that God has planned for your life every goal that you put before him I believe it's gonna come to pass because it's our season it's you our know, season we, we, we've been laboring this and it's Hey, we've been laboring in this a long time, and God loves his people. He sure does. He loves his people. He so sure we, does. We always, all we got to do is just stay obedient and keep doing what he called us to do, and we'll see the manifestation of the fruit. They'll, it'll just keep kind of happening one thing at a time. That's so right. Stay encouraged on your end, and thank you so much for uh, inviting me. I look forward to spending more time with you. Well, that's that's no doubt, and I got this recorded. Uh, so we'll upload it and have it for people that uh, weren't able to tune in live. And I'll put it out in, in a little while. And I just thank you and I honor you. And make sure you give your mom a hug for me. And, and I love you so much. And you're like, you're like my, uh, I'm going to say you, you're, my, you're like my little sister. Uh, I'm going to say I'm your big brother. Thanks. I'll take it. I'll take it. Yes, ma'am. As long as I'm the youngest. Yeah. <laughs> That's it. That's it. Okay, that sounds okay. good. That sounds good. I'll take care of that. And thank you so much, okay? Thank you. Thank you. Have a good one. All right. Hey, y'all, that was Miss Crystal Smith. Oh, man, that was a great interview. That was a great, great interview. And I love what she said. I love what you said. You talk to God in the good time so he can hear you and know you in the bad times. Because trust me, the bad times are coming. Like she said, you're going to need our God. You're going to need him sooner than later. Well, listen, y'all, that was off the chain. So you guys hold tight. We'll be right back. You're listening to WJPMG 106.3 FM, where we keep you motivated and jamming all day. This is Gospel Court artist Nalerance Davis, and you're listening to WJPMG. My name is Bobby. 